is a good. We are. It is a good morning. Oh fuck! It'll be all right though. <laughs> it's gonna be just fine. It's gonna be just fine. Are you ready to do this? I, I guess, man. I, I'm about as ready as I could ever be. I mean, this is even episode. This is like uh, we're doing this like right after it, basically, almost. Before yeah, just about. Yeah, yeah. So. it's still like raw in my mind. Good, 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 good. Because we're live, so hey, everyone. Oh, God <laughs> Almighty, you motherfucker! I just like uh, you were making all these grunting noises. I just like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh no. You had to had to throw it in there, huh? Yes. So. Griffin, oh my you even, gosh. You even sacrificed your intro. Yes, well, there's a lot of sacrificing going on, so I figured yeah, I would... Yeah, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, real quick, so, spoilers. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, the second to last episode ever of Game of Thrones. Episode 5. Yeah, I know, I yep. laugh because it's a 5. Uh, yeah, so, came on last night, and... Wow. <laughs> You know, yeah, uh, uh, Jesus. Well, I'm just going to say this right off the bat. Um, the way they were building it up, and just the way the show has been lately, mm-hmm. I really didn't think Daenerys was going to follow through on what 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 was going to happen. Like, yeah. like you know, you, you think about it, you're like, oh, but then the whole bell thing, and you're just like, oh, and they kept showing Tyrion, like, looking at the bell, like, Tyrion, Tyrion, Tyrion. But when it when she just said, fuck it, I'm just going to burn this whole town alive and destroy everything my parents built 300 years ago or my ancestors built 300 years ago, mm-hmm. I'm just going to burn it all down. I, well, was, mi- I was shocked. I know we're jumping right into the mitten gritty, but it was just, it's, it's literally the biggest part of the whole episode. The, the craziest <laughs> part for me... I expected her to go right after Cersei. So when she takes off from the tower, I'm like, oh, okay, she's going to go try and burn Cersei and then something's going to go wrong. They got like some secret weapon or something. They're going to shoot the dragon down. Um, No, she goes out of her way to fucking barbecue like these innocent civilians just running for cover. Like I I find at first, the first couple of crowds that she torched, there were some Lannister soldiers mixed in there. It's like, I mean, the, the logic is there. I'm not sure if it's... If it's worth all these innocent people you're killing, but it makes a certain kind of sense. And then, no, just, like, random crowds, anything that moves, basically, she starts burning it and, like, destroying buildings mm-hmm. and fucking sends the Dothraki in to start raping and pillaging and everything. It's like, what the fuck? All right. Like, <laughs> I, was scre- I was screaming at, like, I was screaming out loud at, like, 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night. Just what the fuck? <laughs> all right, all right. Let's Quentin Tarantino this. Let's go back. Let's go back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we'll get back to what we just said, but let's go back. Let's tell the story up to it. So there's really not much story. That's why I, fi- I figured we'd just go right back to the, you know. So it picks up pretty much right after uh, what just happened in episode four. Uh, mm-hmm. Daenerys sees... Uh, her chick getting her head chopped off and pretty much, you know, Cersei's like, yeah, that's, this is what I do. And her just getting upset. So it it goes into, you know, this whole, she is just down and out. She's not trusting anybody. She just is so filled with hate right now. And you can tell it because when Jon Snow finally gets, you know, when Jon Snow gets there to see her, he was like, oh, you know, how is she doing? And she just seems, like, hateful. Tyrion goes up there and tells her about um, how people know about – more people know about Jon Snow's uh, heritage. Um, mm-hmm. And she just fucking loses it. And who does she kill? The one, My boy Varys. The one and yeah, only. Spider. I didn't – you know, it's crazy. When that, when that happened, um, I – I don't know. I, I will say this. Out of this whole episode, I am not a big fan of how every, the people that did die, I'm not a big fan of how any of them died. Not it. Not well, it. I, I like... <clears throat> all right, well, let, let's talk about your problems with Varys' death, because I yeah. think he got a, a pretty decent death scene. Um, it would have been... I was surprised that, one, we didn't get to see it, and, two, that he didn't make a sound when he was being burned alive. Yeah. I thought 
after a couple seconds of no sound, I thought, oh, that's did she just like burn something next to him and say like next time it'll be you or something? But no, she actually burned his ass alive. Didn't make a fucking sound. But I, I like how he went. He went out brave. Like he didn't beg or anything. He didn't apologize. He just said, "I hope I'm wrong about you," and then just got but, fucking roasted. But it's just it's kind of upsetting because um, Tyrion threw him under the fucking bus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tyrion's the one that did it. You, why did Tyrion say that? I told him. Or why did Tyrion even bring that up that he knows about it? Like, you know, did he feel guilty that he told her, or does he he's he trying to like play both sides? devil's advocate kind of thing i don't know why he uh he told on his old friend that little scene right there was kind of a little choked up thing it's like goodbye old friend you know? yeah because they have been friends the whole time and well it's just this entire subplot was a little strange to me because varus was like major major targaryen for the longest time he was on team targaryen and put up with her in like Essos and across the narrow sea and stuff doing some really messed up shit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she comes over here. She starts acting a little bit irritated. He's like, yeah, I think we should overthrow this bitch. I think, uh, I think Jon Snow would be better. It just, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And then for her to go straight from, you know, you're my most valued advisor and stuff to, I'm going to kill you now. I mean, now to be fair, um, there was a scene in a previous season, I'm told, where she said basically, you know, if you ever betray me, I'm going to burn you alive. So there was a little bit of foreshadowing to that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But well, I mean, like, I wish this season was at least ten episodes because they they could have made her like so obviously they're betraying her right now as like the Mad Queen, like she's basically lost her fucking mind, right. and that's what they're betraying her, and it's sad because they're rushing it and. This whole thing could have led up, like she could have killed him, but then still, you know, had a little bit of sympathy. But I don't know, like it just could have led up a little bit better. But I'm not gonna rant on it. It happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't like that. See, I just, I, I see what you're talking about. It was noble. He went up there. He was writing a letter. Well, see, he was writing a letter. The first time, and then something happened. That little girl came in, and then. He wrote the letter again, but then lit it on fire and put it away. So where did the other letter go? Well, if you uh, look in that scene, as he's writing, like, the first letter, there's a stack of three or four other letters already sealed up, ready to go. Oh, wow. I think I think he's just writing the same message over and over again, sending them out to all the great houses and stuff. Uh-huh. But that, you know, I don't want to nitpick and I don't want to criticize too much about this episode because I actually enjoyed this episode. It's a hell of a lot better than the last one. But it's a problem that I've been having all season and I just, I I can't really think of anything, any reason for it. All these characters, they just know things just out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's almost like Daenerys has fucking CCTV cameras hidden in all the rooms, you know, because she knows everything. As soon as Tyrion goes in, and says, "I have to tell you something." She, she, she just, knows. Yeah, John. Yeah, it's John, like John Snow betrayed me. That's what she says. Like, yeah. yeah, it's it's like how the fuck and and that's like okay, that's something that she could conceivably guess. But then she said, "Oh, you know, Varys heard it from you, and you heard it from Sansa, and she heard it from John." It's like, what are you fucking Sherlock Holmes? How the fuck did you put that together? Did you have like your own little birds just watching people? No, she just fucking pulled it out of the air you know you have characters here like uh like you know in the last couple episodes when cersei starts letting civilians into the red keep how the fuck did varus hear about that does he have little birds down in king's landing if so why didn't they why didn't they talk about the iron fleet you know they could have mentioned something about the iron fleet going on down to dragonstone they might have warned him you know this just Characters are only aware of things, and that's the worst part, like the biggest betrayal of Bran's character. Yeah. Like, he's fucking useless because you can't have a character who knows everything and tells everybody everything because then there would never be any danger. So this whole fucking... Just pulling shit out of nowhere, it gets a little tiring after a while. Like I said, they could have extended this season another five, you know, another five more episodes and just called it a day. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that happens. Do you do you recall the scene with Jon Snow and her? Like they like kiss, but then Jon like backs away. 
And like, yes. so he has this like, you know, it's a stark thing to be so noble to your king or queen. And I, I love that he's so, oh, I don't give a shit that I'm, you know, supposed to be this great and, you know, it's supposed to be this rule or anything. You're my queen. I love my queen. But it's like, basically, what I got out of that scene is he cares about her. He loves her. He, mm-hmm. She's his queen, but he ain't going to fuck her anymore. Yeah, because she's his aunt. Yeah, that's a that's a little strange. So now, now, now it's fun. We're finally starting to see the thing getting divided them two apart, and then clearly towards the end of the episode, they're really, really divided apart. John's just like, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> yeah, he's he's really shocked. And the keeper to me, um, again, we're doing a Tarantino thing, just jumping to a random point in the narrative. Did you notice the look that Grey Worm was giving John? Oh, like, uh, oh, you're not doing shit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think for sure there's going to be a showdown between those two. Well, I thought... For sure they're, they're going to... One's going to kill the other. Oh, yeah. Well, John will probably win. Yeah. Even right. though, realistically, he shouldn't. No, he shouldn't. He's... Yeah. No, but he's the main character, so he'll probably win. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, yeah... That, I mean, and then that's pretty much what was going on. Then all of a sudden the battle happened. I love, mm-hmm. I love the setup for it. It was great. Um, I love, I know you might not because you've read the books and you think, you know, obviously you told me all about the Golden Army. You told me all about how powerful they are and everything and all this mm-hmm. stuff. I'm not going to lie to you. I love uh, the way it went down. <laughs> I <love> no, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of did as well. You know, get rid of these fucking posers. Just, yeah. you know, just kill them all. Just, just fuck them all up. I don't care. Just do what you got to do. So, um, watching the, watching this whole battle. Let's okay. Let's just jump right into the battle. So, watching this whole battle. So, the very first part, I thought was great. But then I was looking at my wife. I said, "Man, they could have just did this in the last episode." Like they could, mm-hmm. like after one of the dragons got hit, why didn't her fucking dragon just go by and just start blowing up all these fucking ships? Yeah, especially since they, like I, I thought fucking Kyburn was apparently like Leonardo da Vinci or something, and he must have thought up like scorpions that can move independently, like you know those flak turrets and stuff. You just yeah. you swing a little crank and stuff. No, they have to physically push them into place. It's like just fly around behind them and start setting them on fire. Yeah. It also means that it's it's fucking absurd how the hell he just landed, just nailed his first three shots. Yeah, I remember you were talking about that. Well, now, yeah. really, like after we talked about it and then watching this episode, now you really start to think like, man, that maybe, I don't know, maybe that dragon was drunk. <laughs> because it had, just, it had to be. There's no fucking way. But, yeah, just... But I will say, watching that Iron Fleet just fucking get burnt up was great. I fucking burst out laughing because I legit thought it looked like the fire got Euron too when they oh. blew up his ship. Yeah, I thought what what an amazing end for this piece of shit character. He doesn't even get a death scene; he just gets fucking roasted. But no, of no, course unfor- I could never be that lucky. Unfortunately, that brings me. Yeah, what happens to him later? It's just stupid. That whole fucking scene was stupid. But well, it's a that whole like the whole reason that came about was stupid. It's a betrayal of Jamie's character arc yeah. as a changed man. He's like, nah. at first I thought, okay, it's gonna be like, it's a it's a switch. You know, it's not actually he's not actually going back to Cersei to to save her. He's going back to fucking kill her or something. Yeah, you know. Nope, nope. He's going back to save her. Yeah, he 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 loves her more than Brienne. You know, Brienne's just gonna sit I... there just. Forever, I'm not gonna lie to you. So, so Arya and the Hound, when they roll up into uh, King's Landing, and they get inside the castle, and obviously pieces of the building are just falling down from the dragon's breath and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know that little scene they had when um, she, you know, he they they went their separate ways, and it was a it was a good goodbye. I, I enjoyed that one. She said thank you, and when she left, and the Hound went to go see the mountain and before we had this battle and then um Cersei just walks right past the hound the hound doesn't even fucking look at her I mean he could have just mm-hmm. killed her right then and there and just called it a day but nothing happened but before we talk about that battle when Cersei was walking into that room again and you saw Jane, I saw Jamie appear 
Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. For a good 10, well, I would say 15, 20 seconds, I thought it was Arya wearing. Oh, like wearing a face? Wearing a face. I really thought Jamie's just going to be like, go over, comfort her, and then stab her in the fucking face. And then Arya rips off the face, and it's, you know. Oh, man, that would have been fucking sick. That's what I thought was going to happen. Because I, I just didn't expect, because I, you know. That's oh, I, that's what I was hoping to happen, but yeah, that's that was the th- that was the scene that really, really, really let me down. And but leading up before that, the whole battle between um, your boy and Jamie, um, you know your mm-hmm. fa- your favorite character in the mo- in the show. Um, <laughs> that whole battle was stupid. Oh, you know, oh Kingslayer, you're gonna I'm a king now. You're gonna kill me, like blah, blah, blah. and then and then like. When Jamie got stabbed, I looked at my wife. I was like, "So this is how his story ends, huh? This is this is it. This is." I was I was like, "Really? This is how he it ends? This is how his story ends?" And then you know, obviously, he doesn't die right there. And then I was just like, "Okay, okay. Well, he's gonna die now. He's bleeding in two different spots." How did you feel about that? Ah, uh, well, the whole fucking fight made no sense. Why are they fighting each other? Like, like Jamie was saying, you know, let's let's go get Cersei. Let's get her the fuck out of here. Yeah, you know. Then all of a sudden he's like, Nah, nah. See, I'm a complete waste of fucking time as a character, and we need to have a fight scene for no goddamn reason to give you an excuse to die. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and fucking kill you for no. Re- There's no reason for Euron to try and fight him. Absolutely none. No. What's to stop him from like if he's he's a piece of shit character? What's to stop him from saying, "Sure, let's go on, let's do it," and then walk up behind Jamie and just stab him in the back? Yeah. Why the fuck do you need an honorable duel when you're a dishonorable piece of shit character? Uh, I don't get it. It's I, like I, the I way agree, I agree with you. He should have died in the water. He should have just he just died off screen you know everyone's saying like oh you don't see the body that means he's not dead and then at the very end of the episode his burnt fucking corpse just rolls up on the on the on the surf mm-hmm. there'll be an amazing end to that character just swept under the rug like the piece of shit he is damn <laughs> i love your i love how much you love him it really it just... i hate him so much <laughs> like it's an it's a preoccupying like full-on hate yeah I, I I don't hate many people the way I hate Euron the character. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you, you if you want to talk about a thing they did that I thought was good, I, I would say this: one of the best things about this whole episode, hands down, one of the best things, the cinema, the the camera work. I can't really fucking speak today. Cinematography, yeah. Cin- like the, when they were on the ground level, fo- following Arya through the town. Mm-hmm. And all, every now and then you hear a noise, and then you hear buildings collapse. You hear fire. You hear people screaming, and you just see like a glimpse of the of the dragon flying over. It was so good. It was like a continuous shot. Like they followed her through multiple parts of the town, and they did it earlier in that episode too with the regular townspeople. But it meant more with Arya because, I mean, it's it's a character we know. So. Mm-hmm. It was just so good. It was I I really enjoyed that. I was sitting. I was like, wow, they're really that's that's awesome. It's scary because it's like it puts that's, you it puts you there. It puts you there. That's something too. I um, I'll give credit where credit is due. Like I said, I I didn't want to be bitching this whole episode because there were some things I legitimately loved about this episode, and one of those things was just the way that the scenes were shot and the way that everything was lit. The the raising of King's Landing basically was shot in such a beautiful way. It was incredibly effective at just making you really fucking uncomfortable. I was legitimately upset and like uncomfortable the entire episode just watching these random civilians that I'd never seen before. I had no reason to care about get fucking roasted alive and get, you know, like murdered and shit and just get stabbed to death and burnt and cut. See, this makes me feel like I'm fucked up in the head. So you, you, um, Alex, the guy I do the regular podcast with, um, yeah. you know, I was chit-chatting with him this morning a little bit about the what happened and everything, and even he was just like, man, you know, because I told him, I said, it's, you know, one of my, it's the season's not the greatest, and this is probably one of my favorite uh, 
episodes of the season. And he's just like, well, I don't know. He was like, I, I, he said it was unnecessary to, you could pretty much smell the burning flesh on all these people. Like it was, he was so appalled by it. And I was just like, in my mind, I'm like, fuck yeah. Like I wanted more people to die. I wanted to see children on fire screaming. Like the fact, I was so, intri- I was so happy that it happened. And I, I told him, I said, I, I think the biggest thing was, like I said, the way the show has been, I really didn't think it was actually she was going to go through it. And then once she did, and then the, the terrified look on everyone's face, Tyrion, Jon Snow, everybody that was with him, just the look on their face were like, wow. And it just, the show grew balls, and it fucking killed innocent people, children. I mean, it did everything that I wanted it to do. Does that make me fucked up? Because I enjoyed these people roasting, and I enjoyed all these dead bodies. I mean, a little bit, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, okay, I'm a horror fan, so I, I know it's not real, people. But it's just one of those things where, like, the show has been holed back. I mean, obviously, there was the battle at Winterfell, okay? So, okay, so... But we really didn't get to see that much. It was dark. And what we did see was pretty awesome. I get it. Zombies. I mean, who fucking doesn't like that? But I'm, I just... I don't know. Like, I like seeing her snap. Because now I have reasons to believe that... Then Jon Snow will kill Daenerys. Before it was like always wishy-washy. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know what's gonna happen. But now she went straight heel. She's straight bad guy, and she's mm-hmm. straight. And she just fucking. I'm just gonna start over. Fuck it. <laughs> and now I will say it wasn't comfortable. I I don't. I never liked the Delfraki, um people. They're just too yeah. much. They're too much of uh, just th- that's too much. Now dragon just burning people alive. Yeah. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that, but the people like getting raped and beaten and stuff like that—that—that that, that was stupid. Well, it's it's something too. Um, just completely throws me off. The I, I don't know, just the ease at which the northern armies just like jumped into oh, murder yeah. and rape and robbery and stuff—it it threw me because, the, like, wait a minute, these are supposed to be the good guys. Like, these yeah. are John's people. What the fuck are they doing? Oh, yeah, they just, uh, everybody just, see, I think Jon Snow was okay fighting other soldiers, but when he was, when it was coming to free, free folk and the people Mm -hmm. that, even the soldiers that put their swords down, like, it was just kind of like, you know, see. Yeah, I I can, well, that's the thing. It's like, we can talk all day about how great it is that they made, you know, Daenerys into an evil character and stuff. But all the characters around her also turned evil. Like yeah. Grey Worm, Grey Worm's turned evil. Oh, Grey, I, yeah, Grey Worm just fucking. He didn't even hesitate. He just started fucking killing people who had surrendered, and then he goes straight on into killing civilians. Yep. He didn't care. He did not care. I mean, it was just, you know, I can. All right, I'm not. I am human. I understand. I can see where people can be upset. It was very unsettling, but you, if you look at it as a television show, they need they. We needed something like this to happen for us to hate Daenerys. So if if anybody that's listening was a fan of Daenerys, you needed this to happen because it was. It's it's never going to end with her on the on the throne. It's just never going to end that way. I don't know if anybody's going to be on the throne, but it's not definitely not going to be her. Well, so, there's no throne left now. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, so for her to go mad and just basically kill every everything, and then where all that wildflower, the fire was, all that green shit, the mm-hmm. napalm, like it just started yeah. exploding because it was hidden in places. Like, um, it just, it's just you. You need. I needed that to happen so I can hate her. So I cannot be on her side at all. So now it's like, okay, well, if she could do that easily to King's Landing, which is guarded, has the gold, you know, she can do that to any fucking kingdom. So now this mm-hmm. is where people, they're going to start getting letters that What's-His-Face wrote to them. They're going to gang up against her. And now this next episode's got to be the battle of, you know, everyone against her and her. Oh, it'll, it'll definitely be John versus Daenerys. I mean, um, and that's one of the things that, as much as I kind of hated them making uh, Arya into kind of like a plot solver. Yeah. Like, anytime there's a problem, just throw a faceless woman at it, you know, and just have her fucking kill him. 
um, it was a great idea to put Arya in the mess of all this to get her to see kind of firsthand what had been happening in King's Landing, all the, like, to get her immersed with the civilians and stuff, particularly that one lady, the short-haired lady with, like, her daughter or something. Uh-huh. Um, we see her throughout the episode, and at first I'm thinking, what, um, I'll be honest with you, first time I saw it, I thought for sure it was going to be the Hound and Arya in disguise. Really? I don't know how, I didn't know how the <laughs> fuck, if she, like, shared with him some faceless man shit or something to, to show him how to, like, look like a woman or something. But now, then you see the Hound and Arya doing their thing, and then it's clear, you know, that they're, yeah, that they get locked out and stuff, and you just see them get, like, almost caught in between the armies a couple of times, and... Mm-hmm. It's like, I actually, I started rooting for these people, especially after they started helping Arya, and Arya tries to help them, and it doesn't turn out so well. Nope. Um, and the shot where everything goes down, she pushes her out of the way of the Dothraki, but, it, like, she gets cut or something. And so they start picking her up and carrying her. And in the background, you can see the fucking dragon coming. I know. <laughs> like, slowly coming around. I actually started getting anxious. Like, I started getting really, like, <laughs> tense and stuff. And I was leaning forward in my seat, like, you better fucking not. You better fucking not. And at first, she's like, okay, take her, take her, take her. And Arya grabs her, like, ooh, Arya, that's a good move. You know, fuck the lady, save the kid. And then the kid. And then the kid gets yeah. away from her and runs back to her mother, right as the fucking dragon just goes, Bleh. And Arya runs for it. Oh, man. That was a, well, that was a tough scene to watch. It was a good scene. Yes. I was. mean, and that's see, the thing. It's, this is this was an amazing episode specifically because it made you so fucking uncomfortable and so angry and upset and stuff. Yeah. It's supposed to. I mean, just because you know, don't get me wrong. Just be, like I said, just because I I liked everything that happened, the brutalness and everything, and how savage mm-hmm. people were. I, I mean, it's still like you said, it's a great it's a great episode because of the way they filmed it, and it it, it did make me feel like I was there. It made me feel like I was running with them. It made me feel like, <coughs> the, you know, the way people are dying. I mean, that that scene you just talked about. Arya ran around the side, and flames came over top of her. So in my eyes, is Arya dead? Because then it went to a different scene. It started going to, you know, like I think it went back to the Hound in the mountain, and it's just, and then it finally went back to Arya, and she's she's still alive. So they really did a great job. Um, you know, it is sad, but eh, fuck it. I mean, people need to die in war. I I wasn't <laughs> expecting her to die in yeah. that scene. I would have been very surprised. Uh, what I thought was going to happen, and what I'm kind of glad they didn't do, I thought she was going to get a burn on her face like the Hound did. Yeah. And it was going to kind of throw away the lesson that she learned from him to not be obsessed with revenge. She was going to become obsessed with taking revenge on Daenerys. for burning her the same way that the hound took uh obsession with taking revenge on the mountain for burning him well i think uh i think she will try to attack daenerys after this and i think Arya will die next episode trying to get daenerys and that's what's gonna literally take Jon snow over the fucking edge (laughs) like i mean he's already there but i think that's something like that has to happen for him, for him to be like, no, fuck this, and then mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. Um, back, you talked about the hound. I wanted to bring that up. So I was disappointed mm-hmm. about the hound in the mountain. Um, the two, the there was good things about the fight, but there was some, mm-hmm. there was some, and there was a cheesy thing because it kind of looks like Darth Vader. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, the. The thing that made me upset about it is the whole time the mountain has the higher ground, and I fucking hate it. It made him look bigger than he really was because mm-hmm. he was always, like, two steps higher than him when they were fighting. So why fight on the stairs? I know the background was great. There was a lot of things going on, but it's like I, w- I didn't want him on the stairs. The other thing, um, I you know, when uh, the mountain was pressing into the, the hound's eyes and bloods were coming out, I was like, this is it. This is, the- this is how – the hound dies. He's going out like Oberyn. Well, I thought what would 
I I knew some I I knew that they were both gonna I I knew it I just thought to myself they both have to die together, so when he was doing that impressing I thought the hound was gonna push off the wall and they were both just gonna go through the other wall which they did, but I didn't think they were gonna have that extra little scene where he stabs him in the face and then the hound actually looks at him one more time with his barely bloody eyes, um, so I just didn't like the way they died. I don't know I just that fight could have been a little bit more. Well, I I think we were bound to be disappointed by whatever they, they did just because it's been getting built up for so long. Yeah. Um, the one thing I do like is the almost the hopelessness that they they put into the fight by making the mountain basically fucking invincible. Like oh, yeah. he's unkillable. He stabs him all the way through with a sword, it oh, doesn't yeah. even hurt him. And then at the end he sticks his dagger through his brain, or where his brain is supposed to be anyway. And doesn't even slow him down. Like, he doesn't even blink. He just starts slowly pulling the knife out of his head. Mm -hmm. And I think at that point, the Hound basically gave up any idea of actually surviving the fight. Like, if he ever had one to begin with. Well, I thought the, ha I thought the Hound was going to light him on fire at one point. I was like, you know, this would be a good, good, like like story you know his brother well, he basically did well he did but he did with him but i thought like the hound was going to catch him on fire then the mountain was going to die then the hound was going to like limp off and then he'll probably die somewhere else but i didn't think they were going to die you know i don't know there's i went through a lot of emotions i wanted them to die together then i didn't want them to die together that fight just it seemed a little rushed and I think mm -hmm. I think this whole episode just seemed a little rushed, and I'm always going to say that. But I don't want to yeah. use I don't want to use that as a clutch. I um I like I mean the Hound still had his f funny one liners. Just fucking die! <laughs> like he's just mm -hmm. like stabbing him and stuff. I, you know that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, I'm glad he went out laughing. I'm I glad he, uh... I laughed my ass off when the mountain killed. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Um. Her maester, her uh, her second in command, her um, yeah. he just like no, you listen to me. He just fucking grabbed him and <laughs> like and popped it, his head like a grape. And I love that how was she, amazing. I love how she was just like, yeah, fuck this, I'm walking away, and she just walked away. Yeah. She's like, nope, just starts fucking running. Yeah, uh, it was great, but it, it is it is something weird um about this episode that. Now, all props to uh, to Lena Headley and however the fuck you pronounce Jamie's actor's name. Oh, yeah. They, they've been incredible. Um, just portraying these very complicated characters. Yeah. But, but, is it kind of weird how basically they flip-flop the fucking characters this episode? Like, it's one thing for, for Daenerys to be evil. I can understand that. But then you make Cersei almost seem, like, tragic and heroic. Yeah. After, like, she keeps up her bitchy visage <laughs> until until the Unsullied breach the gates, and then she just starts crying. She gets, like, really emotional and stuff, like, oh, I don't want to die, not like this, not here, and stuff. And, it, like, I almost, against my better judgment, started feeling bad for her. And it's like, wait a minute, fuck this bitch. Well, you're not... See, see that's that brings me to the number one problem of this whole episode or series, this main thing. It's just the way they died. Like mm -hmm. I okay, I I mean yes I love that they they died I love that Jamie was with her, I really wish Jamie would have killed her and then he would have died because remember he was stabbed and everything and he's like I love yeah. you and then he's like I love you so much but you need to die and he just kills her and then then he just passes out next to her and then rocks follow him that's that would have been a good a better now what you're saying I agree with you 100 percent she definitely she 180. She was just tough, like no one could fuck with me. And then she sees that dragon staring at her, burning down her whole fucking city, and she she cries. I mean, I would have cried too. I mean, even, you mm -hmm. know, seeing that, like, oh, I'm fucked. But when she broke down, it's like, I don't want to die, and started acting like a little baby after she saw her brother. I mean, she should have been more tough. She's the queen of the seven kingdoms. Don't, you're, you need to be a little bit more tough. She should have been a little bit more tough. Like, like maybe cry to Jamie, but then start punching Jamie, like, where were you? Where the fuck were you? You know, like, what the hell's going on? Like, just be a little bit more aggressive. But no, she just weeped the whole time. And Well, something else, too. The last time that he saw her, 
she was threatening to have the mountain kill him, and then she hired Bronn to murder him. Yeah. Why are they so happy to see each other? Well, they both know they're going to die. Uh, it changes. Yeah, fair it, enough. It probably changes everything. I mean, if me and Sean, my old boss, in the same room, no. and we were both going to die, I think we'd be best friends. <laughs> okay, that's that, that is not where I thought that was going. That's one hell of a comparison to make. Only, only, like, uh, oh. only Griffin knows this uh, inside story. So, no offense to the mm. listeners, but yeah. Um, I mean, put yourself in an, imagine someone that, you know, you don't get along with that much, probably even hate, but I bet you if you were trapped in a burning house together, you would work mm-hmm. together to get the fuck out or you would just, div- just learn to forgive before it's what your train as a human. Even if you don't go to church, you're still, mm-hmm. it's still wired in your brain to probably forgive when before you die or say you're sorry for anything you've ever mm-hmm. done that's why people say they have like oh my whole life flashed before my eyes it's not your whole life all the bad shit that you've done in your life flashes before your eyes i know i've been in situations where i thought i was going to die my whole life flashed before my eyes and it's usually just the bad shit like man i need to change my shit i need to get my shit together mm-hmm. and that's probably what happened they probably thought that i don't know that that conversation that answer just got a little deep yeah, it's 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 all it's all good, man. I mean, it's Game of Thrones, man. It's all part of the the lexicon. But I will, I just I will say, I will say, like I was saying, you know, I wasn't a big fan of how this the episode started out. But once the battle got away from our characters and kind of took on the perspective of the common person, yeah, I thought, man, this is incredible because it's just it's so fucking grim and brutal and like uncomfortable and stuff. That's actually how I thought this, this, the episode should have cold opened. Um, Just following the perspective of a common person as they get ready to like head into the red keep for protection. And then all of a sudden, boom, fucking dragon out of nowhere, just starts roasting shit. And it follows that person. Maybe this lady and her kid, you know, it follows their perspective for like five or 10 minutes as they just run around. And then maybe like the fucking, she runs from some Dothraki or something. And, you know, just basically skip over the whole beginning of the battle thing. Yeah. And just jump right into it. Because ultimately this whole build up with like, oh, if you hear the bells, you know, this the fighting's over and stuff like that. The only reason that happened, that entire subplot with Tyrion freeing Jamie and stuff and saying, Hey, make sure you tell him to ring the bells is just so Daenerys looks more unreasonable when she starts burning the city. And it's proof positive, I guess, to everybody that she yeah. is the mad queen. Just felt kind of pointless to me. Well, I, I can. See I mean, that. about about the time she starts burning women and children alive just for fun, I think that would pretty much make anybody assume that she's the Mad Queen now. You know, we don't need like it to be exposited to us directly that she directly disobeyed like a peace offering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I'm, know, but I mean, for the people that are listening to this that did not see this episode, shame on you. But if you are listening to this. Or even if you did see the episode, it's one of those things where, like, this episode really, if you actually break it down, like, part-wise, this is a short episode. But for Mm -hmm. a good 45 minutes, you saw people burned alive and running around in a battle. The first half an hour was a little bit of content. But honestly, this whole episode, it really was, it was just straight, it was just straight like massacre it wasn't even a battle it was just a straight massacre i mean i'm i'm actually like you know, i enjoyed it i do i'm i'm going to stick to my guns i enjoyed that shit i am excited to see the outcome i what's Tyrion going to do he just watched it's not his city but basically you know all these innocent people die what john snow going to do you know like is he just going to well- ride back north and just say fuck this or what what the hell's going to happen like what do you think's going to happen here's what i'm concerned this is my primary concern is um it feels like they're setting up almost a um an ending where basically not everybody's character arcs and all the growth and stuff that they went over is pointless um that it's just going to be everybody dies you know I don't think anybody's going to sit on the throne now, especially since there is no throne anymore. I mean, they straight up just destroyed the keep. Yeah. 
like where the throne was at, they completely destroyed the building. Like it's ashes now. So what I'm guessing they're probably going to do is Daenerys is going to declare Dragonstone the new King's Landing. It's going to be the new capital of the Seven Kingdoms, and yeah. she's going to call for herself to be coronated. Um, and meanwhile, John is going to get together with Tyrion. Tyrion's probably going to say, "All right, fuck this bitch. We got to kill her." Um, John, I think I see a little bit of parallel between him and Jamie in that they are both very honorable knights who are ultimately forced to kill a pyroma- pyromaniac Targaryen ruler. Yeah. Um, only difference is I doubt that Jamie loved the Mad King. No. Um, but I think John will ultimately be the one to kill her. Um, either that or Arya will kill her, and then John will probably kill Grey Worm for either killing Arya or trying to. Yeah. I just... Uh, maybe uh, the... maybe John dies, and then Sansa comes down and just says, uh, you know, from now on, there there will be no one ruler for the Seven Kingdoms. Everyone, you know... Well, it's, it's something, too. Um just really makes I, I don't know if she was lying or what but it makes Daenerys saying I'm gonna break the wheel kind of fucking pointless when she decides she's just gonna be the tyrant now yeah like she's gonna be the dictator and stuff well see that's <sighs> that's that's why it, it seems like it really does seem like they had another way they, they basically it look it looked like Game of Thrones after season six was going a certain direction but then we talked about it last episode. The writers got a chance to leave. Uh, HBO didn't push forward to get new writers for a bit more seasons. They, you mm-hmm. know, so I feel like they were going right, 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 right. And then as soon as this happened, it was like, okay, let's go left because we're all leaving soon anyway. And because they went left, everything that was on this parallel universe, everything that was going on here, they kind of just twisted the story or they just left little details fall through the cracks and hopefully that you know the average person doesn't really remember you know think about it i look at reviews on my facebook a lot of people are like oh but you know a a lot of people are saying this is probably the best season that's ever been in game of thrones and i just looked at them i'm like man you know i didn't read the books but i bet you there's people right now rolling over in their grave (laughs) or just rolling over like me yeah because that is just not that's not true and i um shock factor Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's, there's every season has an episode or maybe even two episodes that are like wow, but the the earlier seasons hands down are the best, and you know it, there's and there's people that say that too that the first five seasons were the best, and after six it just started getting the shit show, like you know it's just I don't know it just makes you feel like yeah that's what I think I just think that they with with her breaking the wheel her you know being so. Like, she doesn't want to be like her father and the Mad King. She doesn't want to be like this and that. Um, but clearly, they didn't have more time to develop the story that they wanted to, so they just made her the Mad King Queen. That's what yeah, made her kind of evil. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing else to it. This is, this is not going to be a long review episode, because this episode is like, she, Daenerys, she became the Mad Queen. It, it's hands down. Mm-hmm. This is the Mad Queen. There's, there's no ands, it's or buts. She's fucking psycho. <laughs> no disagreement here, man. I, I um, my my main question, what I want to kind of run by you: Do you think this is the end of the northern storyline? It's all going to be down in King's Landing from here on out, or are we going to eventually hear back from Sansa and everybody up in the north? Um, I think you'll Sansa will get a letter. That says that Jon Snow is, uh, you know, Aegon Targaryen, and she already knows about it, but she'll probably bring it to the people in the north. And then um, I still think that uh, Theon uh, Greyjoy, his sister, is still lingering around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes me wonder what what her decision is going to be. Like I, uh... and she has the Knights of the Vale. If anything's left, I guess I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I I I just feel like. There's going to be like a Jon Snow is going to be battling, and it's going to be one of those things where it's kind of like the Battle of the Bastards. He's going to be battling a whole bunch of people, 
um, and then out of nowhere his sister and everybody from the north all the kingdoms that are close to the north everybody that's allies with them are all they're all gonna have letters and they're all gonna be down there to help him battle against this bitch and that's gonna mm-hmm. be in the middle of the episode and then I, John, Jon Snow's gonna die I said it before Daenerys is gonna die um, and I, I just I just don't know what happens I mean, I'm telling you, this fucking season, everything that I thought was out the door. Night King died early. I doubt that she's pregnant. Daenerys, I really thought she was pregnant. I just... No. They're not even fucking talking about it. I just... I don't know. I just... You assume that two Targaryens, when they get together, maybe they actually have an actual baby. Or I just... I always thought... I don't know. Everything's getting thrown out the fucking window. Well, it does... It does kind of... They did kind of write themselves into a corner where the only way for Daenerys' story to end was in her death. Specifically when they mentioned that she was sterile. Um, Oh, yeah. Because the whole point, if you're, especially if you're establishing a dynasty, you need kids to keep that dynasty going. It's like, sure, you can rule over everybody through fear, you know, fire and blood and all this shit. You know, you could be your little dragon queen and what have you. What happens after you die? Especially if you have no kids to take up the dragon's mantle, because I don't know if they mentioned this in the show, but dragons in the books lived for hundreds of years. It was a generational thing. It was almost like passing down a family sword, but you pass down a dragon. Yeah. Um, like Aegon the Conqueror, the first Targaryen who ever took over Westeros, his dragon, which was the largest dragon in the world until uh, her dragon Drogon came around was like 300 years old, I think, when he died. Something yeah. like that. It was old as shit. Um, and it was huge. It was gigantic. Um, that actually, that big-ass dragon skull you see in, I think Arya hides in it in, like, season one. Yeah. That's that's uh, Valerian's well, skull. You, you saw it again. It's in, it's under King's Landing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. when uh, that's where Cersei and Jaime ran to. Yeah, um, you, saw, you saw it again. Um, so here, here's a little here's a little I just thought of it 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 would be kind of cool however it ends however this show ends I think the mm-hmm. very last scene should be like three or maybe three or two or four I don't know eggs wash up on the shore and one of them starts cracking open oh like dragon's eggs yeah hmm and then that just, I could see that. that, that like then, some... they, then they just leave it like that. Like, so you're saying that the the age of dragons are are back. So what's going to happen now? You know, like, well, we'll never know because this fucking writers left to go do something. Yeah, yeah, they're gone, <laughs> man. Um, all I can say is, live it up, I don't... Loka. No, huh? No, that's not it. What? Go on. No. Yeah. I don't see where the series could end as it is right now, and that's not a good thing. It's not like a like a, oh, you know, it could go any which way. It's I don't see any way to wrap up the plot points we have now in a satisfactory way. Yeah, because even if John takes the throne, there hasn't been. There's basically he doesn't have a queen right now. Now that Daenerys is fucking crazy and she's gonna die, um, I don't see. Like who's going to be his queen? Who's going to establish the di- like the dynasty of of John Targaryen or Aegon Targaryen? How the fuck you call it? Yeah. Where do we go from here? Basically, there's nothing. I don't see any way that there's a way for the show to end satisfactorily, where it actually makes sense. And it's like, oh, okay, I see that now. You know, I see where they're going with this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we're gonna find out this Sunday. This is the final season, the final episode I'm, of everything. I'm worried, man. I'm really worried. It's not going to be predictions. Last, my last prediction, not on what happens, but my prediction is, it will have some satisfying things in it, but overall, it will be a stupid ending to a story. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So I don't know. Ah, Christ. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. Actually, before we leave. Griffin, I wanted to pick your brain about something. All right, bring it. Um, did you see Avengers Endgame? Yes, I did. I feel like the ending of that is going to be a better ending 
<laughs> of the set of Game of Thrones. I keep telling people, they ask me about Endgame. I, I don't think it's the greatest movie of all time. Hands down, no. Mm-hmm. I think it's a wonderful movie. I think it's great. There's some things in there that I think are outstanding. But I will say this. Avengers Endgame is an amazing series finale. Yeah, it's an amazing way to set... Like, I, I, I never thought, how in the hell are they going to get this gigantic clusterfuck of, like, 12... More than 12 movies. Like, yeah. this ongoing fucking saga of movies. How are they going to wrap it up satisfactorily? Yeah. And they did. They did it yeah. fantastically. Every little it. plot point was, was crossed off, yeah. and everything was written up well, and yeah. the characters whose ends were shown, they were satisfying ends. Yeah. I mean, I, th- um, I thought it was good. I mean, I had no, no quals. I just... Uh, is I just... I don't know. I wouldn't say there's... To me, the greatest movie of all time is nonstop pulls you into it. And the one thing about Endgame that for me is the hour in the middle that did not pull me into it. Like, in fact, if I wanted to take a shit, I could probably go take a shit and come back and not miss anything. So <laughs> that that was the only thing that bothered me in the middle. And I understand it. They need to, they need people, the common folk around here, they need them to understand uh, quantum physics. <laughs> what they mm-hmm. need, you know time travel and shit so i understand why they did what they did but it was just kind of boring but um i just wanted to hear your thoughts on it on the air yeah without giving any spoilers away it was a fantastic movie well worth seeing um i don't know if i appreciate it or endgame i mean not endgame infinity war more Mm. um there were some parts i didn't like about it there was one particular part near the end that was cheesy as shit i'm pretty sure you know what i'm talking about oh yeah um, but for to have one moment where I cringe and three hours of otherwise stellar entertainment, it was great. I thought it was good. Um, dude, way better than this fucking shit show. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so next week uh, we'll be doing our final Game of Thrones episode for this mini series. This has been going on for weeks, weeks, months, <laughs> and yeah, I'm kind of I'm scared. It's the final episode, and it's the final recap that we're going to have, Griffin and I. And then this summer, we get to start a whole new miniseries, which I have I have a plans for. So hope I hope you're ready. I think you already might know what it is. I've been dying to talk about I this. Think I, can, I think I can I can take a guess. Okay, a gander. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Peace. Uh,